smartcast.com This is the morning brief from the Economic Times produced in collaboration with avas.com It's scam season all around from grifters looking to exploit covid to users on twitter many from the right wing succumbing to an iphone scam There's no dearth of those looking to make a quick buck by pulling the wool over the gullible. But even by those standards, this particular scam is unique. It involves crypto and the army, but not the army that you might be thinking of. I'm referring to the adorable representative MC for Youth, which is what fans of the hugely popular Korean band BTS call themselves. A front page story by the Economic Times revealed how certain crypto accounts tried to ride off the huge social media clout that these K-pop fan accounts enjoy by luring followers with the promise of giveaways with the aim of inflating follower count and worse. But things did not pan out all that smoothly for the scamsters. We'll be bringing you the details of this intriguing story and the reporting that went into it in today's episode. From the Economic Times I'm Induleka Arvind and you're listening to the Morning Brief. To tell us the details about this crypto K-pop fan account scam, I've invited the two reporters who broke that front page story, Shafali Bhatt and Ashwin Manikandan. Ashwin tracks all things fintech for the Economic Times while Shafali reports on the intersection of tech and culture. Ashwin Shafali great to have you both back on the morning brief. Shafali you and Ashwin reported that certain cryptocurrency accounts penetrated genuine Twitter handles or influenced K-pop influencers and used giveaways. Can you help us understand the modus operandi of this particular scam? Sure thanks Indu. Like you mentioned what they used was giveaways and uh, uh, right at the beginning I'd like to set the record straight on this giveaways is a very common practice among creators within the creator ecosystem and and uh, you know that way within the K-pop fan clubs as well what normally happens is that you host a giveaway contest and you ask your followers to to follow you to follow a fellow fan base account to stream the music because you just want the the band that you like to grow and you know to be listened more and and to be liked by more people so that's the agenda there uh what these guys did was they reached out to some very popular army accounts and when i say popular i mean every individual account with several hundred thousand followers on twitter and uh, a lot of them mutuals as well and uh, they reached out to them asking them if they would be up for sponsored giveaways and that meant that you host a giveaway contest but instead of the usual things that you would ask your followers to do in addition to that you were also asking them to follow these crypto accounts okay and it's not just following those accounts they were very detailed with what they required it was following these accounts it was you know activating the notifications for every time this account tweets you get a, a notification on your phone it was liking and retweeting their pinned tweet and in many cases also clicking on the link of their pinned tweet which could be anything and why did these twitter handles agree to do that the kpop fan accounts so the thing is like i said because it's very common for them to do this a lot of the people don't get into the details of who it is that they are following and uh, it's a community that's built on high trust because everybody uh you know the common point that you have amongst each other across 
different countries is that you all love bts and uh, any other k-pop group uh, you know in conversation within that fan base and therefore it was easy for them to just ask of their followers to do something that they want because they've been doing giveaways for a very long time so people were not able to suspect anything uh, within this sure ashwin uh, could you elaborate on what was at the heart of the scam was it a uh, you know a relatively harmless motive of uh, boosting follower count or were there more nefarious motives Uh, sure, sure, Indulekha. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Before I get into that answer, I mean, like, uh, it is sort of important to point out, and it's also what makes this trend sort of so unique and fascinating. It sits right at the intersection of like two most um, defining sort of uh, trends of the internet at this time, right? The rise of sort of fandom community and how. inwardly engaged they are in the sheer scale of it right millions of millions of followers who are engaging you know on a massive scale every day and the second is also the fact that we are living through the one of the most exhilarating incredible bitcoin rally that you know the world has seen over these past years and the kind of traction it is building around the cryptocurrency community right it's massive to answer your question at the heart of it was plain old phishing attack where uh, to these you know like very popular kpop uh, influencers they the, the, some scamsters try to publicize the link to a phishing sort of website and we know that across the world uh, there are different sort of uh, firewalls different protocols and there are different levels of financial literacy so even if 2 out of 100 sort of uh, fans who subscribe to it right they give away their say credit card uh, details or the details to the crypto wallet when prompted or they uh, divulge sort of sensitive information which can then be reverse engineered to hack into your personal device and that's what we saw like in the more insidious of these attacks it manifested as sort of blackmailing or extortion attempts and the scary part is these scams were also designed in such a way to manipulate or you know to sort of or uh, target the minors right because we know that a significant uh, percentage or a significant section of the the kpop uh, army uh, community is comprises of minors right yes it's really worrying yeah even crypto community for that matter largely composes of uh, you know youngsters you know the 25 and below and in several instances they are teenagers as well because there seems to be a natural sort of uh, demand for uh, crypto in this particular age market one of the analogies like uh, an expert was giving was you know the early it's it can be likened to the early days of internet where the early adopters early movers are typically the younger sections of the society who are just be, be it a function of intrigue or be it that they are more sort of adept with technology and are more savvy in understanding the newer trends there is a natural lure for cryptocurrency among uh, the the teenagers and the minors if it's not under the right guidance parental guidance or you know it it can be potentially harmful sure but uh, i'm curious because you mentioned that considering how expensive you know bitcoin for one is so if they are you know from the younger uh, age group what is the level of involvement in that case i mean are they just following it out of interest because owning a, a crypto then would be quite expensive right no not necessarily i mean while the prices of bitcoin have really surged i mean uh, the fact remains that 
you know you can buy how i mean like you can buy bitcoin worth 50 rupees or 100 rupees i mean it's possible because it's it can be divided into as small section i mean part as you know that's a, that's a uh, that's how you know sort of bitcoin and the decentralized ledger sort of works it allows you to do that shafali could you tell us how the scam came to your attention you know give us a little peek into the back story and how it was exposed so the back story starts with a disclaimer i i identify as a bts army myself and uh, so that's how i got to know about it because fellow army members reached out and and said hey do you know this is happening which is something that happens that was happening anyway everybody was telling another person from the community that this was happening to find out if they had been victims uh, as well and uh, that's how uh, i discovered this was happening and uh, you know then it just like you know that then it was just one rabbit hole to the other there were screenshots after screenshots that these guys had put up so army was instrumental in also exposing what was happening to their community they were able to reach out to certain miners who had been at the receiving end of certain phishing attacks who did uh, mention on twitter that they had been getting weird calls from different countries ever since they've clicked on some link which was a part of a giveaway contest they shared screenshots after screenshots of their chats with some of these crypto accounts where the crypto accounts were able to manipulate them into opening a paypal account and then sending money and and so on and so forth so a lot of that surfaced because army kind of took charge and said hey something somebody is infiltrating into our community and we need to figure out what's happening and what are the dangers of this happening and the reason army was able to unveil everything that was happening is because uh, they have this unsaid rule which is that you will not make money off of bts fandom because they know that they have a clout and a lot of people try and chase that clout for their own uh, benefit and uh, army is very wary of that so when they started questioning a lot of these army giveaway hosts as to the fact that the crypto accounts that they were asking their followers to follow have it very clearly mentioned in their bio that they they organize sponsored giveaways which means that there was a possibility that these giveaways that the army accounts were hosting were also sponsored which means that they were making money off it so that was the red flag yeah for them it was like this is completely unacceptable our community does not stand for it now while these accounts may have thought that okay you know this sounds lucrative these guys have the numbers and the money let's hit them what they didn't know obviously was that this community also has certain rules that they obviously don't don't shout from the rooftop because that's only for the community and like ashwin said it's a very inwardly engaged community and uh, they didn't know that and that's how they got caught that's very interesting that it's the community's kind of guidelines that also helped expose the scam ashwin i also found it interesting that uh, one of the experts that you'd quoted said that you know half the crypto traders felt that offering giveaways is a growth hack which is of course something that shafali had also put out there right at the beginning now what do you make of this latest bunch of incidents and uh, how common are crypto scams so typically when uh, you know there is an initial coin offering or when a new sort of crypto asset is set up there is something called an airdrop which uh, which is an attempt to sort of generate a, a, a interest and create a demand for the asset so that its value sort of like there is a tangible sort of value to it for it to sort of scale so for such uh, icos um, giveaways have always been a popular uh, mode Uh, used by crypto founders where they tie up with influencers or they incentivize rather influencers to 
sort of promote the, the crypto asset now to say that all giveaways all airdrops are illegitimate is uh, i don't think it's the right assessment because some very popular airdrops have now emerged into thriving uh, cryptocurrency projects which have furthered the innovation in the space in the blockchain technology as well but um, again i mean it's the nature of these giveaways as well right and the fact that there is no set rule on how these types should happen while scams were popular in on cryptocurrency internet right uh, during the early days of bitcoin uh, because uh, at that time it was a more of a niche space with more of a cult space where uh, all kind of yeah there were ponzi scams and so on in the name of crypto and bitcoin right precisely between 2015 and 2018 like uh, the the crypto internet was rife with uh, you know attempts to uh, defraud customers but i think as the awareness has grown as more sort of credible uh, people have joined this community sort of the, the number of such scams have also fallen because i, I think people no longer get uh, due by it and hence uh, these uh, in i mean it, hence these scams are now sort of engineered in a way i mean through giveaways to target those sections which might be gullible or where the, the targets are easier was there any kind of recourse available to those who've been duped uh, particularly in india considering the fact that crypto is in a kind of gray area does that did that affect um, you know the raising of their grievances absolutely absolutely that's a very valid point because um, in my knowledge there is no recourse available i mean there is no redressal and the purpose of having a redressal window is not just uh, to solve the grievance it's also to document evidence right of how many such scams are happening or across the world another point worth highlighting is even i mean the fact that the kids involved the minors involved uh, because there are certain cultural inhibitions right it makes it very difficult for a victim to also seek uh, help legal help or even parental help because there is this block right there is an assumption that if you are uh, involved in cryptocurrency somehow there is some illegitimate activity that is going on Yes, absolutely. Shafali, coming back to you, you know, just before your story uh, came out, we also saw reports about this iPhone scam that had played out on Twitter. Would you say that Twitter is the new hunting ground for scamsters? Indo, I'd say it's its platforms in general. It was Twitter for the iPhone scam. Uh, it's Twitter largely for uh, for the crypto scam uh, that we see unfolding at the moment. but we have also in the past written about uh, the black market for blue ticks which is rife on instagram uh, a lot of these giveaway scams are also happening on twitch and discord which are also very open gaming communities and one thing that comes across all these you know that's common across all these uh, scams is that the platform is not doing enough and the burden to moderate these elements falls on you know the victims as opposed to the platform because every time you reach out to these platforms like in the case of twitter or instagram for blue ticks they uh, very plainly say that you know these uh, use we indul we encourage users to report these accounts you can't expect the users to do your job for you yeah in fact uh, platforms not doing enough i think could be a rallying cry across <laughs> issues now my final question and this is to both of you uh, this was a story in which we saw two very diverse worlds colliding that of kpop and crypto and these are both things that you separately track very closely uh, 
could you tell us uh, ashwin what is the most interesting you learned about kpop and shafali you about cryptocurrency ashwin you can go first so a couple of things just a disclaimer i mean like in these past uh, two weeks when we were put i mean like you know my uh, engagement with the kpop universe largely around uh, how it sort of gains the traction like what sort of influencers are sort of commanding the space and um, what i found very intriguing right about this universe was the fact that um, i mean it thrives on the principle of uh, you know universal community and love and togetherness and for the cause the singular cause of sort of uh, promoting the popularity and sort of proclaiming the love towards uh, bts right uh, and i mean they're grammy nominated artists and unfortunately i couldn't listen to much of the the, the music probably i was going to, to come, ask but, you um, how many tracks you've listened <laughs> oh i did listen i did listen to a few tracks i mean out of curiosity but i don't think i remember the names i just i'm so like, proud of you ashwin <laughs> <laughs> it's such a diverse like the diaspora and yet um, in their coming together organically these unsaid commandments have uh, appeared which is sort of guiding the entire uh, internet community i mean and there is no sort of one leader or you know one big influencer who is uh, enforcing these set commandments the it's so democratic it's so uh, open and it's so uh, it's so engaged that like if something happens in one corner of the army world like it's amplified uh to the extent that everybody comes in this comes to the support of it and uh i mean we have to point out right like we i mean like even though we wrote the story th- th- most of the work you know here in uncovering the scam itself was all, was done by small uh army account it was great it was uh just an incredible learning for me interesting uh shafali from what i'm hearing i think you have a potential recruit in ashwin you should probably follow that up <laughs> but I'm, i'm really excited about that prospect <laughs> but what about crypto for you is that something that you were familiar with already or was it completely new absolutely not when i approached ashwin uh, it was uh, you know a crying call for help please help me figure this out <laughs> i don't know anything about this world and two weeks later uh, i see that uh, you know that uh, a lot of these terms have now become familiar so that german phenomenon of badermeinoff where you know now things are familiar so just this morning somebody on tech twitter said something about defi and i'm like i know what you're talking about bro <laughs> i know i now i know it's decentralized finance <laughs> so uh, you know a lot of these terms right defi uh, ico uh, airdrops uh, more than anything else i think airdrops now i know is not a counterfeit um, apple um, earphones <laughs> that's not what it means that's something i learned from your story as well yeah so there we go uh, i think it's just uh, opened up this new world to me it's made it a bit more familiar uh, and uh, you know people around me who are into finance like you know uh, people into investments who are trying to sort of get into it now that they've seen that i have written something around it not knowing that it was ashwin who handled the crypto part out and out <laughs> they were like you know what let's actually just chat about this crypto world i want to understand it i was like okay fine i'll take ashwin into conference <laughs> but yeah it's been terrific knowing uh, you know getting to know this completely alien world yeah i mean that that is one of the perks about our job right that the fact that we do get to explore these new worlds depending on the stories that we do absolutely 
Ashwin Shafali, it's been great fun having you both on this episode. And uh, to the rest of you listening, if you haven't read the story yet, please, please go and read it online. It's available online. Thank you so much for having us, Hindu. And it was great talking about a topic that, uh, you know, that is uh, so close to our hearts. Thanks, Shafali. Thanks, Ashwin. Thank you so much, Indulika. Thank you. Super. The methods might be relatively new, but at the heart of this particular crypto K-pop fan scam was good old-fashioned phishing, where the user's personal or financial data is obtained through fraudulent means. What was especially worrying here was that many of those being targeted were youngsters, even minors. While Twitter moved to block some of the accounts after ARMY flagged it and after ET's report, not enough is being done. This scam, for instance, is far from over. In this case, as with many others, social media platforms need to do a lot more to protect users rather than putting the onus on them. You've been listening to The Morning Brief from The Economic Times and I'm Induleka Arvind. Today's episode was edited and coordinated by Shashwat Mohanty. Do write in with your feedback and suggestions to themorningbrief at timesgroup.com and share the episode on social media if you enjoyed it. The Morning Brief airs every Tuesday, Thursday and Friday. Thank you for listening and have a great day. Avaaz.com <laughs> 